the F4 that is in honor of Lance was at the um, old 440th Air Force Reserve, which was on College Avenue. And when the 440th relocated down to uh, North Carolina in 2007, it felt very vacant there. It felt as though there was no military presence anymore. There was no guard around it anymore. Uh, it was going to be developed into a business park, but it didn't have really many uh, businesses there, so it wasn't active. And it just felt like it was in a place that was not visible enough, not um, engaging enough. It wouldn't draw you in. Uh, it was sort of unidentifiable. What is that? So in 2008, a year after they had left, the 440th, I started making soft inquiries as to who owns that plane and who has the ability to make a decision where it can go and where can it go. And so there's a series of layers that internally the airport wasn't even sure who owned it, who had jurisdiction over it. So through uh, lots of investigation and discovery, I found that the aircraft itself was owned by the Wright-Patterson Air Force Museum out at Dayton, Ohio. And so getting through to them, trying to figure out who to call there, and I found out that you know I could speak with one individual woman who told me that that aircraft was in fact on loan to Milwaukee County and that it could be moved to any Milwaukee County location and that I would have to follow certain guidelines to do that and get the proper channels to approve if it could be moved, where it could be moved. And so I began making calls to different individuals at the airport, county executive's office, veterans groups, trying to determine where it might be best displayed and where it could be most engaging for individuals to come to that place and reflect. I've often talked about serving in and out of a uniform. Um, it isn't just those who are in a uniform that serve, it's, it's many other ways and we're each of us built and designed for very specifics in our life and if we can recognize those, we'll be better off for it to be able to, to do what our long suit is. So uh, there were several locations that were chosen. Um, the final location right now was uh, through meetings with the airport director and folks from Madison and we determined that that new spot that it is now on Howell Avenue at the entrance of the airport would be something that would be approved but that I would need to get the funding for it and be in charge of moving it and the connections to the Air Force museum as to how, and I'd never done anything like that before. I, I didn't even know where to begin. But I knew, I knew it had to be moved, and so my mom had talked several years ago prior to her passing how wonderful it would be. They had talked about doing some new development for the airport, Mitchell Airport, and how wonderful it would be if it was at the front of the airport. So I always had that in the back of my mind, and I thought, well, I think she's right. I think that would be a great place because there were some discussions about moving it down to Veterans Park at the lakefront. That's a county-owned property. So really any county-owned property, uh, it, was, it was going to be approved by those who owned it at Wright-Patterson Air Force Base. And so I just began talking to different contractors about how do you move an aircraft? How do you do that? And who do you go to? <laughs> we move planes or us? or <laughs> Where do you go? 
So uh, there were a couple of national companies that do it specifically, and I talked to one of them, and they gave me some costs just to just to move it was sixty-two thousand. And so I, again, was not sure how I was going to do it, but I was committed to to moving it. And so I just began a series of walking into different companies that I thought would be part of this project. So I've lived my life. I, I live through my instincts. <laughs> my instincts are probably the thing that guide me the most in my life. And my instincts were to just walk in and not make phone calls and not go through the layers. And so I discovered that the aircraft was moved in 2007 to demilitarize it. And the, the company that did that was Marshall Erecting. And they were in the city of Milwaukee. So I thought, well, I'm going to start there. I'm going to start with finding out where they are and just walking into the office and seeing if I could speak with somebody. And so I did. And as I did, I. I walked into the lobby and there was this beautifully framed photograph of Lance's aircraft being lifted off back in 2007. They had great pride in the fact that they were involved in that project and I thought, oh my gosh, I'm in the right place. <laughs> they continued to take pride in the fact that they were involved in that. So I asked for the owner. We sat down for a couple different conversations. I explained um, Lance's story, which they didn't really know fully what the story was about. And I said, I'm going to ask you to start this mission with me and try and move this aircraft. So we began. And uh, Paul Marshall, who really was very willing to participate, but thought, how are we going to get anybody else to participate? I mean, you mean they're just going to help? And I said, I guess if we ask, we'll find out. So we began talking to different contractors that they had relationships with, and one by one, they lined up and said, we'll help, absolutely we'll help. And so before I knew it, in probably six to eight months' time, the contracting team was completely aligned. There were a lot of other individual costs that we had to, to be prepared to pay, but the contractors were there to help with the expertise and doing a lot of the work, and so we began through those relationships. 